Hey, so this is the movie segment of my podcast. And so, um, yeah, I got a chance over the weekend to check out John Wick 3. And man, let me tell you, that movie was, if you like action, um, and what I mean by action, I mean like, you know, a lot of stunts. Um, there is a lot of killing in it. So if you're not, if you're not into the killing aspect of it, you know, I would suggest you not to check out this movie. But, um, it was definitely full of action from beginning to end. And, uh, this is a phenomenal movie. Uh, the star of the movie, Keanu Reeves, um, he's, he's the same star that he was in my, um, one of my all time favorite movies, which was the, the Matrix. Um, I love that. That is like, um, uh, people that know me personally, they know that the Matrix is my, is my all time favorite movie. So I love the Matrix. The whole Matrix trilogy was, was good. I know that there was some fans out there that I know that they, they really didn't like, I think Matrix, Matrix Revolutions, but I really liked the whole story, storyline behind it all. And it was really good. But, um, anyways, yeah, John, John Wick. So this is the, this was the third, um, chapter in in a series of of movies so he made you know this is like uh john wick um chapter three basically and uh man this this one to me other than the the, other than john wick one i think i'm kind of i gotta see i want to see it a second time to really to really you know say whether or not i'm gonna say whether john wick three is better than john wick the first one because the first one was good too um anyways yeah it it was it was up there like john the first john wick and i'm telling you man i mean if you're into like i said if you're into action movies um this this would have been a this is definitely a good action action flick i know this is the first weekend that it came out so you know um lots of crowds have went out to go see this movie maybe this coming up weekend excuse me this coming up weekend will be a good weekend for you to see it um during the week or something like that on a tuesday sometimes on tuesdays you know you can go out there you can get like discount tuesdays and that's a that's also a good time to go to the movies as well but definitely check out this flick this was an awesome awesome movie so um definitely highly recommend it and so just to get into, I'm not getting into any spoilers, but I just want to kind of give you overall, my overall take on it. It was a, it was a really good movie and highly suggest you go to the theater and check it out. Um, so for the box office numbers, it, it, uh, it debuted number one, the box office, uh, made $57 million. So the, to answer anybody's question, did it, did it defeat Endgame? Um, yes, it did. So Endgame, just to let people know, this is like, I want to say week three that Endgame has been out now. So Endgame is still, it's still making money. Um, it was a, you know, Endgame, Marvel's, uh, Marvel's Avengers Endgame was basically the culmination, the, the, the best, you know, the, the, the ending chapter of the Avengers. And so, <clears throat> you know, this, this movie is, it was a it was a mega hit. It was a monster hit. It was the monster movie, three hour movie runtime. Um, definitely, uh, definitely a great movie to go see. Um, so it did um, slide down to the number two slot 
um, this weekend on the box office. So it earned um, over the weekend, it earned 20, 29 million. It um, did pass Avatar. So this was this was some records um, on the box office records. We knew the end game. And now we're going to be talking a little bit about end game right now. We knew that Marvel's end game was going to um, be in the running to either beat Titanic which was the hot one of the highest running movies in history um along with avatar now avatar i believe avatar beat out titanic so really avatar is like the top um when it comes to when it comes to worldwide i believe so worldwide avatar is the number one so people that you know are watching the numbers watching the dollars that that these films are making pretty much they've been watching it saying that well do you think Endgame is going to beat it and so so far and you know for those of you that care um about this type of stuff um Endgame like I said uh this weekend domestically was number two and earned 29 million over the weekend and uh domestically so here in, in the United States it did pass Avatar um so it's had 770 770 uh million uh, domestically now domestically Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, earned 937 million at its debut or at its you know overall domestically and then now worldwide um, worldwide Endgame is at 2.6 billion worldwide um, a lot of the analysts or a lot of the you know, people that are projecting this movie they're they're already saying it's not going to make three. It's not going to make three billion. And I, don't, and I don't think it will, because there's just so much, um, so many more. You know that's got to be running, and just to you know, just in May, in the month of May alone, we're going to have, you know, a few other big movies that's coming. Um, so, like I said, we got John Wick. John Wick's going to have a a good first week, which it did, and first second week, and then we're going to have Aladdin. So. Once Aladdin hits, you know, I mean, that's going to be another big movie, another movie where, you know, you gonna have a lot of crowds going to see this movie. Um, the reviews have been, uh, for the most part, have been positive. There's a few kind of negative reviews. When it first, when the trailers first dropped, you know, a lot of people wasn't sure about, you know, uh, Will Smith being the genie and, and how his, how his, his adoration of, being the genie versus uh, Robin Williams, who played the genie in, in the original animated series or animated movie. So it looks like he did a good job. I, I, I believe that he's going to come out on top with this movie. I think he's going to do, I think, you know, he's going to do really good. I've been watching some of the reviews and the, and the uh, interviews that, you know, Will Smith has done, and, and one of the things he did say is that he has, you know, he pretty much made it his own, put a, more of a, a hip hop spin to it. And just because he made it his own, because Robin Williams, you know, the way he did it, that was his. He couldn't, like he said, he could not touch his iteration of the genie, you know, and, and to Robin Williams' respect, you know, the respect of Robin Williams, you know, he is a, a legendary comedian. And so, yeah, if I was, you know, trying to play that role as far as being a genie for something like that, I don't think I would try to imitate anything that Robin Williams had done from the animated series. So, 
So ultimately, am I saying Disney is making money? I think Disney is not only are they making money, but they are they are actually printing money. Seems like their movies, you know, through the Disney, uh, just the Disney. This is year alone. We're going to have even more Disney movies. So we're going to have some uh, another uh, movie brought to life, which would be The Lion King. That's going to be coming. We're going to have a Toy Story 4 movie. We're going to have a Frozen 2 movie. And we're going to end the year with a Star Wars movie. Um, so Disney is really for for this whole entire year of 2019. It's going to have just movie after movie after movie. Um, November, they're going to be introducing the Disney Plus streaming service. It's just going to be phenomenal right now. Disney is having the most phenomenal year in 2019. They closed the deal with Fox. Um, pretty much they merged the Fox. Uh, Fox merger had, had finally been officially uh, done deal. And um, from what I understand, they this year or this this month uh, earlier this month i learned that they um acquired fully acquired hulu so i mean wow disney is just if you own stock in disney that is the wisest decision that you could ever make so definitely um definitely pay attention to that but um anyways yes um john wick three go check it out and and um, also, there are the other movies that are coming that I want to also mention. Um, just a, just a little mentions. So along with Aladdin, there is another movie, a horror movie called Brightburn. Um, oh, yes. The End of May. Another movie that I am definitely going to be talking about. I will be seeing this movie. It'll be uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That will be coming out May, um, the toward the end of May, I believe. I want to say May the 29th or the 30th, but that's coming to theaters, and you definitely want to see that. There's some people that have already actually seen this movie already. They're saying that it's an excellent movie. Um, if you're into monsters and, and things like that, um, or or if you ever follow Godzilla, because I when I was a kid, I followed Godzilla, Um it was a Japanese movie or Japanese um, series. So, again, if you, you know, I'm definitely, I'm that one there. I am, I plan to see that on IMAX. So, excited about that. Um, Ma. Ma is a movie that I think hopefully nobody sleeps on this movie. Um, Octavia Spencer. Um, those, those of you who know Octavia Spencer, she played in The Help. Um, she played in other notable movies. I can't remember the other ones, but right now, but Octavia Spencer, phenomenal actress, and she's going to be in this movie, kind of like a thriller. I think it's labeled as a thriller movie and where she, um, plays this lady who, um, I guess teaches these kids a lesson about buying alcohol. I'm not sure. It looks very interesting to me. Um, I suggest you look up the trailer called Ma M.A. So just go ahead and check that out on the trailer. And um, I, I think this is a really I think this is going to be a sleeper hit. And I think it's going to be pretty awesome to see uh, Rocket Man. Rocket Man as a musical. It is the musical of 
I guess Elton John. So I'm not sure if this is really like a documentary, like how Rhapsody was, but um, um, yeah, that's that's coming out also in May as well. Now in June, um, one of the big movies that I'm gonna be watching or, or probably going out going out to see would be Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is um, uh, X from the X Men universe. So um, yes. It's going to be about one of the um, one of the 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 uh, individuals who were who was one of the X Men. The female has like ultimate power, almost like Captain Marvel was in 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 uh, Avengers Endgame or Avengers. So that's going to be an awesome movie to go see. Um, another comedy called Late Night is coming. Um, there's also um, if you follow Secret Life of Pets, the first one. There's going to be a, a sequel to that movie, Secret Life of Pets um, 2, is coming out. So um, I may take my um, goddaughter to see that one. And then later on in June, we're going to have Men in Black International, which is this is a, I would say, the fourth iteration of Men in Black, but it's um, from Men in Black 3, which had uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith in that movie. But in this one, we'll have Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Both of them played um, different roles in Thor Ragnarok, where Chris Hemsworth plays as Thor and Tessa Thompson plays as Valkyrie. And so they're going to be playing again with um, next to each other in this movie. So that's going to be good, good to see. <coughs> so, excuse me. And then after that, um, in June, there will be Shaft, um, which will be um, Samuel Jackson, along with, I'm not sure the other act actors or act actresses that's going to be in it. That's coming um, in June as well. Then there's Child's Play. Um, I'm not going to see that movie, but those of you that are in the horror, um, Child's Play is definitely something you want to check out. Toy Story 4 will be hitting in June. Wild Rose and Anna. I'm not sure of those two movies, so I'm not going to elaborate on those. And then um, after that, that's about it as far as my notables that um, uh, that I would be interested in seeing in June. So, anyways, that's about it I have for the for my movie segment. But um, definitely, you know, pay attention to the new the new movies that are coming out, and hope to see you at the movies. Okay, so today in tech, my tech segment where um, I'm talking about the Google Pixel 3a and the Google Pixel 3a XL. But before I get into that, um, let me go. Let me refer back to um, some things I was saying about these foldable phones. So, um, as I told you before. Um, when the foldable phones came out, Samsung was the first out the gate to have their first foldable phone. Um, the everything looked it really good, and the reviewers, you know, people that were on like YouTube and others that review these phones, um, they were the first to get them in hand and um, do some unboxings and do some demonstrations as to how these phones behave and how they 
you know, basically how they how they perform and things like that. And um, unfortunately, you know, there were some problems. And um, on the the end of this of the thing is they had to end up delaying the release of the Samsung uh, Galaxy Fold. Now, from what I do understand that the Galaxy um, Samsung Galaxy uh, 5G phone um, that should be um, being released as scheduled to be released. Um, the 5G phone is um, the phone that their flagship phone that will be released in. Um, I believe it's going to just only come through Verizon. And so 5G, um, some of you may know or some of you may have heard, is going to be a, a new thing. It's going to be the next step up from 4G. So all of our phones right now are running on 4G signal. But the next jump or the, the next jump will be 5G. So 5G is supposed to run faster. It's supposed to make your your um, your processing faster when it comes to videos, when it comes to browsing the Internet, um, things like that. All these things that will be um, happening on your phone. So um, right now they've been testing it. They've been um, they had it. They do have it in the market right now, but it's in selected cities. Um, the main one of the main cities is in Chicago. So um, there's a few people that I follow on CNET that they've done their done some couple of um, speed tests on their on the on the 5g phone and it works pretty good but this is an early adoption right now this is an early rollout so it's not really rolling out across the united states as of yet but but right now it's only doing it's only <clears throat> excuse me being rolled out in selective cities now why is 5g so important uh, 5g when it does when it when it you know, takes place, um, it's going to be important for a lot more technology. Um, one of the things that I've been saying is that we're, we're getting more into streaming services. So your streaming services that, you know, people are going to be streaming, um, off their mobile devices, whether it be on their cell phones or whether they be on their tablets, they're going to be running on a 5g network. A lot of your, a lot of your, uh, mobile, uh, companies are now, experimenting with home a home service now so instead of just having your cable as an option for internet you'll have either t-mobile or you have at&t maybe the mobile service or verizon which verizon's already have done it but there some of them are using a different way in which you know customers will be able to run um their home internet um, maybe just using the mobile mobile internet. So most of their mobile companies are going to be jumping on the 5G um, signals. And so they're going to be looking to do that. So your T-Mobiles, your Sprint, your um, AT&T and your Verizon. Those, those are normally like the three big, um, big cell phone companies right now that are really pushing and really trying to, you know, pretty much beat each other out to be the first on this 5g signal way um is it going to happen like suddenly it's going to happen gradually so you'll you'll hear more about it whatever city or state that you're in um you'll hear more about it as time goes but i don't i don't think that this will fully integrate as a whole across the united states and say maybe five years maybe the next five years you'll hear more about it i mean there's things like right now um, from 
you know, 1080p um, televisions going from 1080p to 4K. And some of you, some, you know, you can go in the store now to your Walmarts and Targets and you can see 4K TVs now. But even now, we just had um, the last, I think it was the, um, uh, I think it was Mobile World Congress or the other one that, that comes out every year. <clears throat> you know, they were talking about 8K TVs. So LG had their first 8K TV. And so this technology, you know, everybody's trying to push the gamut to the next level. But, you know, for um, not 4K, but um, the next, you know, 5G speed on your phone will be the next level of speed. And then also another thing that 5G is going to be utilizing, too, it's going to be utilizing um, the, the, the technology that's going to be in autonomous vehicles. So some of you may have heard either Lyft and Uber. They're also experimenting with companies or working with companies like GM and others, other, other auto manufacturers that are also going to be trying to integrate, uh, autonomous, the autonomous, uh, drivability in some of these cars now for rideshare. So your rideshare services, um, they're working toward a driverless, driverless cars so that, you know, they can not have drivers in them and I guess make things more economical, I guess. I don't know <laughs> exactly, but, um, you know, I'm speaking of speaking as as a driver. So, um, I, I do do, uh, I do drive for Lyft, um, part time as well, but, you know, again, I, you know, I, I was a commercial driver at one point in my life and there's so many, there's so many things out there on the, on the roads and things that, um, you know, having a driverless vehicle, there's so many different, um, obstacles and things that, that are in the roads and that, a, a, an autonomous vehicle has to be prepared for and, and, and has to be, um, trained for and things like that. And, and to their credit, they are doing that. I mean, they, they have the tech technology now to have cameras and predictive, um, I guess predictive technology it's to, to predict when something may happen, um, different times and different types of weather. So not to get off that subject on that, but I wanted to stay on, on the topic of, of where 5g is going to be used. So that is one of the areas that 5g will be used. And that is in autonomous vehicles. And then, and then so many other types of technology, um, most of your homes are going to be needing, uh, a more faster, stronger, faster internet speed. So in other words, you're going to need speed for like, you know, your mobile devices in your home, but also you, you have people have internet through their nest, uh, thermostats and some of them have these, uh, their their home assistants whether there be a google assistant or alexa assistance um those those devices are now in people's homes you have the door locks that are also connected to the internet uh, you got uh, wireless um or yeah wireless um or bluetooth um enabled uh ring ring video ring doorbells um in your homes as well so 
there's so much and security even the security there's other security devices now for your homes that now are used or utilizing internet wireless internet so with the more devices um now we're coming what they call smart homes if you hear that term um there's a lot of smart homes or internet homes they call them where everything is kind of connected in this like a a, a wi-fi um just a wi-fi hub in your home where you can connect all these different devices in your home so you know that that's becoming more of a reality and so uh, one of my episodes I, i was describing this on how the times are changing to where you know we we're actually coming to this time now where it's like the jetsons and all you do you speak to say your microwave or your refrigerator and and there's cameras there's a refrigerator now a samsung refrigerator that has a camera in it you can see what you need as far as like say you're in the grocery store and you have an app that's downloaded on your phone that's connected to the camera that's in your refrigerator and you can say well you know what i'm not sure if we had milk or if we had cheese or whatever and you're able to look on your phone and there's a camera connected and you're able to see whether or not you have a certain item in your in your refrigerator without you having to go home and look at it so it's just amazing how I'm at the time that we're living in but 5g is the next speed that um that that the this technology is pushing next and and as i hear more about this and the, the innovations that are coming under 5G i will definitely keep you up to date and let you know you know what's what's getting ready to come and so so <clears throat> one of the things that um that i have a pet peeve about is the phones that are coming out is they're they're wonderful phones um as technology goes and grows that phones are going to get more um highly advanced um there's more stronger processing power your phone was is now considered more of like a mobile computer in your hand um uh, mobile device there's so many things that you can do on your phone with that being said iPhone um the iPhone the Apple Apple phone is one of the top phones um as far as flagship phones one of the most premium brands that people are now buying um if they're in the iOS iOS system if you are android most of you are getting uh Samsung Samsung Galaxy phones that's like the top name right now so these two phones are now in the in the price range of either 1100 to as far and and will go as high as almost 2 grand. And that's speaking of like things like the the um Samsung Galaxy I think 5G phone or the or matter of fact the Galaxy Fold. Um we're talking like a phone now a mobile device that's $2000 that's in your that's in your hand. Um and I say this not because I'm not so much really trying to rag on these phones really because there are some there's somewhat of a reason why the phones are these phones are costing this much but we're living we're living in a time now where not everybody can afford an expensive phone like that 
even though you can buy it on a plan, maybe a, a, a AT&T plan or Verizon or what have you. But what I want to say on this is um, there are other phones that are out there that are really, really good economical phones that do not cheat you on quality. So most people, they, when they say, oh, there's a phone that you can get for, say, 200 to $300, they automatically feel like, okay, well, I'm being, being cheated out of quality. Or, or whatnot. First of all, let me just say this. The type of phone that you want to get is a type of phone that you're going to use, use for what you're wanting to use it for. If, if say, for instance, high specs when it comes to, say, um, higher quality camera quality, if, if you don't take a lot of pictures with your phone, then you don't need a camera of, I mean, you don't need a phone that has a, you know, a huge, like a, uh, uh, you know, like a huge megapixel camera phone that is going to do 4k video because you're really, that's not the purpose of you having that phone. You're, you know, some people are still at the place where I just need a phone and just do basic stuff. Um, I don't need a lot of, uh, bells and whistles as far as the internet and things like that. I just want something that will just give me, you know, just enough to where I can maybe do a little videos, maybe here and there on there. Don't have to be the highest quality videos or anything like that. I can watch a YouTube. I can watch, you know, maybe it's to, for your child. You know, that's another thing. Cause you know, even kids now are getting phones. Um, when I was growing up, we would never have real expensive things, but now, nowadays, you know, kids are either walking to school and things like that. And their parents are getting them phones so that as a safety device, to say, you know, we need to keep track of you or make sure that you call us when you get out of school. So in saying that real quick, I want to give you guys some options of phones that that I feel are very, very good phones. They don't skip out on quality. Um, they're, you know, priced pretty good. And one of my favorite phones, um, actually, and I'm glad that they did this because um one of the high the high end phones was by Google and they had what they call the Google Pixel phones. Now they just recently had um, a Google Pixel 3. That phone is I believe it's in the 900 range. but the Google Pixel 3a is actually um, I want to say it's $300 for, for this phone. And so just to give you some specs on it, it's a full, uh, full screen, uh, 5.6 inch screen. And, um, let's see here, 5.6 inch screen on there. And the XL, which is the bigger size phone, is a full screen 6.0 inch screen. Okay. And also comes in three colors. So it comes in white, it comes in black, and I believe uh, purplish, they call it. The camera, if you're curious about the camera, um, well, actually, let me go back to, let's see. The camera is a, the rear camera is a 12.2 megapixel dual pixel camera in the rear, okay? Has autofocus with dual pixel phase detection. 
and the rear camera video can record in 1080p at 30 to 30 60 and 120 frames per second as well as the 720p at same same 30 60 and 240 frames per second and the four and it also records in 4k at 30 frames a second it also has a front megapixel camera as well with fixed focus and a front video camera that records in 1080p at 30 frames per second all these are in 30 frames per second at 1080p 720p and 480p it runs a processor in this phone is a let's see the processor is a 670 Qualcomm Snapdragon and um, it has four gigabytes of memory and storage and it also comes in like I said clearly white just black and purplish it has audio speakers it has a the Pixel 3a has a 3000 milliamp battery the Pixel 3a XL has a 3700 milliamp battery and has uh, fast charging for both okay they also in case you want to know they also have the headphone jacks which is very important to most people um, audio stereo so for the the price on the on the 3a is $399 for the Google Pixel 3a and for the Google Pixel 3a XL is $479 and you still have time to um, order these phones you can either order them through the Google Play Store or you can also order them or you can actually go to um, now you can go through Verizon but you can also go to um, T-Mobile as well with these phones and so the price of these phones like I said they are not highly expensive phones and um, maybe as far as getting them outright, I would say those are kind of expensive still at that range. But if you go through, say, T-Mobile, the price plans are not as expensive as a, as opposed to something that's higher in like $1,100 phone or $1,200 phone. And you're getting good quality. So um, in the further in the next episodes in my tech segments, I'll be looking for more devices and phones that will that are more budget conscious or more budget friendly phones and devices, whether it be tablets and and uh, laptops as well. So I just wanted to kind of mention that because um, I know a lot of us, even including myself, cannot afford, you know, these super these super phones. But at the same time, I want you guys to understand, too, that you don't have to um, feel like you're sacrificing quality just because you want a cheaper phone. 
So again, those were some good phones. Look them up. Look at what they look like. The the um, Pixel series, the uh, Google <laughs> excuse me Google Pixel 3a and the Google Pixel 3a XL. All right, that was my tech segment, and we'll be back after this sponsor this message after myself as your sponsor. So this is the end of the episode, and at, as I have always said, that um, I end every episode um, of my uh, podcast with a scripture reading and just kind of talking about it. And so I'm, I really highly recommend um, reading, um, well, first of all, two recommendations. One, if you don't have it, um, there is a what they call a Bible app. Uh, there's many apps that you can download on your on your phone, whether it's Android or or uh, your iPhone. <clears throat> but one of the one of the apps that I highly recommend that you download, uh, especially as as a uh, Christian new believer or one that um, is searching for God in their life, um, and that's to download the um, Bible app. And the Bible app um, is, a, is a Bible app on your Google Play Store um, by the U version. And a very, very good app has different uh, translations. So New Living Translation, the NIV, the uh, Amplified version, the um, King James, New King James in it. And then also it comes in different languages as well. So definitely um i highly recommend uh downloading that app so that you can really um just have it along with you i mean you carry since you carry your phone with you since you carry your phone with you you know um it would be good that you have that as one of your tools on your on your phone and uh, i find it very useful and so again this is one of my my recommendations as far as apps and eventually you know I'll, I'll talk about different apps that are good apps to put on your phone as well but uh, for now um, since we're on a spiritual segment or our our, um, our Bible segment here um, I just wanted to kind of use that as a recommendation so <clears throat> I've been going through um, this devotional which is also on the Bible app called um, how to keep from sinning and so you know, it, it was a it was an a, attractive um, uh, topic as far as a Christian, and I know that we as Christians um, we we have we have challenges in this life, and one of the things you know, learning to walk as a Christian or walk this life out as as Christians in a sinful world, um, we have temptations that surround us all the time, and so. If you're a new believer, perhaps, or maybe you're not a new believer, but you're one that that, you know, goes to church and prays and does all these things. But you find yourself in a situation where you feel like you still keep sinning and habitually sinning and stuff like that. Um, I, my suggestion to you 
is to go back and read some of these verses, um, some of these chapters, actually, uh, especially starting in, in the book of Romans. Um, the, the best ones so far that were in this in this series that I was reading through, you can either do one or two things. You can go back to um, three of my episodes, um, episode, um, I believe it's episode nine, 10 and 11. Um, this one being 11. Um, and just go ahead and listen to uh, what I talked about on those on those ones. And then also um, reading wise, reading and meditation, um, read Romans six, uh, chapter six, excuse me, Romans chapter six, Romans chapter seven and Romans chapter eight. So today we're going to be getting into Romans chapter eight. And this one here. um it's a lengthy, it's a very lengthy chapter. So I'm not going to go into every part of this chapter, but I am going to highlight certain things that I feel are very important to, to elaborate on. So I just want to um, share that with you. And so uh, hopefully you'll get a lot out of it. And so we, um, last time we talked in chapter seven about the situation in which Paul was was in where he was struggling with sin or his basically his position of of being in being as a person that you know everything every time he wanted to do right he did he ultimately did what is wrong everything that he agreed that the law was good but the law would would also ultimately um expose the fact that he was sinful and being that the law was also good it, it also showed, it also, uh, um, uh, it, it actually also exposed the very thing that he wasn't supposed to do, which also created a desire for him to want to do the wrong things anyway. So that's what the law, um, the law does. And this was the law that God had established. So what does that do? Like I said, it, 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 it um, arouses all these desires in our sinful nature to do the very thing that the law tells us that we're not supposed to do. So in verse eight, <clears throat> you know, um, verse seven, first of all, kind of leaves us kind of to the place where, you know, it, it there's no hope for us. We're, we're just in this perpetual cycle going around and around and around, never finding any kind of conclusion to our, our dilemma. And imagine having a life like that where you're just constantly trying and every time you try you you mess up you 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 do good again and maybe you maybe you do good for about a couple of weeks maybe a month and then next you know you slip right back down again and that is a really frustrating um and losing battle and a lot of it is because we're doing it in our own strength and we're doing it in in our own will we're trying to do it in other words if you listen to somebody that's talking about trying to give up something or trying to give up a habit or something like that, oh, I keep trying, I keep, I keep. Remember, they're using the word I. And, you know, we, the more we try, the more we find out that it's almost impossible. And not to say that um, it can't be done. I mean, discipline does help. I mean, discipline, you know, I mean, dieting, if you're not disciplined, you're going to keep slipping. You're going to keep falling. But the thing is, is that you want to you want to live a life that's without without those things. You want to have victories and the same thing in the Christian walk. You want to have victories. So 
God understands this and God says that I'm going to give you a helper and that helper is his spirit. And so one of the things that Christ did, Christ that died on the cross and when he died on the cross, he, he, first of all, he, he took the punishment that would have been on us and he took that punishment and the sin that, that was on us. He took it upon himself and then he buried that sin. And so I remember, I believe in the verse or chapter six, we talked about the, the act of what Christ had done. We talked about water baptism and how we, we go into the water and we submerge ourselves and, and the sin that was on us has been submerged and buried. And then we resurrect and we rise up out of that a new person, a new creation. And that's the same way what Christ did on the cross. Christ you know, he took upon the sin of the world. He took upon our sin and basically he died for our sin and, and buried it. And then he resurrected the, on the third day, which we call Easter. And he resurrected a new, in a new Christ. In other words, Christ now being redeemed in all, all full glory and no more sin. So everything that we had on us, that we would have been in front of God and God would have convicted us of sin, we now can stand before him clean and redeemed. Amen. So um, verse eight, I want to, I mean, uh, chapter eight, before I get to shouting in here, <laughs> um, chapter eight says, uh, verse one, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I want to stop right there. Now this here, I want you to really understand this. If you're in Christ Jesus, this is your sentence. This is your declaration. This is who you are. So therefore now, there is now, as and when he says now, that can mean right now, this day that you're hearing this recording, you are, there is now no condemnation for those. You can include your name. You can put your name there. I can put my name there for Larry, who, who are in Christ Jesus because Christ Jesus was because through Christ Jesus, you notice in verse two, it says, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gave, who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death which we, we covered that in, for, in uh, chapter seven. Okay. For has, for what has, what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the re the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us man you know i'm gonna tell you right now if you didn't get that i'm just gonna let you know that is great news not just good news that is great news in other words in verse four is saying in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. The key here is that you must be living according to the spirit and not of the flesh. Okay. So make sure and understand that full well, that 
there you have to be living according to the spirit and that's the main thing right there now in verse verse 5 those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires okay so you have a mindset the mindset is what the spirit wants it's the spirit desires the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to god it does not submit to god's law nor can it do so those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please god you how you how excuse me you however in verse 9 are not in the in the realm of the flesh but are in the realm of the spirit if indeed the spirit of god lives in you now i want you to really understand in this letter that paul is talking about he's saying if and that means because he doesn't know and as we're reading this, we, you know, this is read in a sense to us if the spirit of God is living in us. So you we have to make sure and we'll talk about this at the close at our close here. OK, so chapter, I mean, verse 10. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin. The spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the spirit who lives in you. Amen. There's so much. There's, you know, I'm 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 it's just unfortunate. I'm trying to limit my time when it comes to. Um, my even my Bible segment here, but I this is something that man we could just really go into this and unpack this even more um, in detail here. There's so much, so much to this verse and so to this chapter even. So, um, let me skip over to verse 14. It says, "For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God." The spirit, the spirit you received does not make you slaves. So you are you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit rather. I'm sorry. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by by him, we cry, Abba, Father, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are God, if we are children, we are heirs and heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So this is not just a merely a um a verse or a chapter about just being saved, but about being heirs, about being heirs with Christ, co-heirs with Christ and being heirs or children of God. So he, we're no longer slaves. 
and God being our master, but we are his children, which means that's a more of an intimate connection. Isn't that wonderful? So <clears throat> I want to continue on here because there's so much more that I want to elaborate on. But this, 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 this chapter eight is phenomenal. Now in verse 26, it says in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And verse 27, he who searches our hearts knows the mind of, of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance, in accordance with the will of God. Now, verse 28 is one of my favorite verses as well. And verse 28 of chapter eight. It says, and we all, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Okay. And it further goes on in verse 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. Amen. Now, the, the ending of this, I want to make sure I make sure um, to read this too. Okay. And this is in verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who he did not he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Verse thirty-three: Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Verse thirty-four: Who then is the one who condemns? Which is a question. The answer is no one. Christ Jesus who died more than Christ Jesus who died, excuse me, more than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to the slaughter. Then 37 says, no, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, nor present nor future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Whew, man, I'm gonna tell you, first of all, before I forget, um, this is a powerful chapter, this chapter eight of Romans. And um, I suggest, and I know I'll do it myself, um, I'm going to do this myself is I'm going to reread this chapter um, and meditate more on this. God says so much in this chapter 
about his love for us. And it's very important to understand your your understand your your relationship with God, understand the what God desires. He's not trying to keep you from anything in your life. Um, the most important thing is having Christ in your life. Second of all, when you receive Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he will not leave you alone, but he will also give you his spirit. And his spirit is going to be there to aid you and guide you throughout your entire life. From the moment that you accept Christ in your heart, you won't be alone. You'll have the spirit of God there with you from day one. The moment you ask him to come into your heart, he will be there because he says in his word that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You'll learn how to walk this life as a Christian. The things you struggle with, you won't struggle with them anymore. You will start to learn how to live a life in which God desires. And you'll never have to question whether or not God is happy with you, whether or not you're pleasing to God because his spirit will be with you and he will be constantly telling you how, how was, he will be constantly affirming his relationship with you. So you'll never be alone. You'll have ultimate confidence of your salvation with Christ. You'll have victory in your walk with Christ. Am I saying that life will suddenly be all sparkly and brand new? No, you'll go through problems and situations. Life is just like that. But in Christ Jesus, because the spirit of God lives within you, he will constantly be your friend. He will constantly be your companion. You will never be alone, never be forsaken. No, no matter ups or downs, whether you have the good days or bad days, Christ will always be there in his spirit, in the spirit realm with you. You will wake up in the morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. At night, you say goodnight to him and he will be there with you throughout your work day. He will be with you throughout the time of your exercising. <laughs> he will be there with you breakfast, lunch and dinner. He will be there with you wherever you go. He is there with you. Amen. When you are going to school, he's there with you. I'm so happy to have to, to have read this. Um, on this podcast. And so my desire is that those of you that are listening right now, if you don't have Christ in your life, or maybe you do have Christ in your life, but you know somebody that needs Christ, share this with them or share, share, share verse or chapter eight with someone that doesn't know God in their life or doesn't know the life to live it through Christ Jesus. <clears throat> it's not about church. It's not about religion. 
It's not about how many times you've gone to church or whether you've been baptized as a young child, whether you've been raised in the church or whether your parents were, you know, serving in the church as a, as say a pastor or a deacon or a leadership role. It doesn't matter. Those things do, those things don't matter. What really does matter is that your life with Christ, your, your walk with Christ now, accepting God in your heart and living out that victory throughout the days of your life. What is it going to do for the rest of your life? Well, there's going to be times of peace, even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of struggle, God would direct you. There will be a peace and a calmness about it, maybe a direction. Maybe God will speak to you in the midst of what you're going through. Sometimes you may have good days. And as those good days, those times where you can praise God and worship the Lord. Or maybe somebody else that you know are going through something and God will use you to speak life into them or speak encouragement into their life. The, the goal is, is that God changes the world one life at a time. So in other words, as he changed my life, hopefully God will change your life and then you will change someone else's life. So that's what, that's how God multiplies himself. That's how God continues this story, the good news of, of Christ from generation to generation, from, from, from city to city, from country to country, from, you know, different walks of life, through different ethnicities, through different cultures. This message of the gospel being spread from one person to another, from, from one dialect, from one ethnicity, from one culture, no matter whether you're young, whether you're old, this central message God loves us and he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for us so that we can become children of God heirs of God ultimately co-heirs of Christ spreading love and it doesn't matter whether you're white or black young or old male or female Okay, it doesn't matter. Share this message. Share this message. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your coworker. Share it with whoever. And whoever's in need. With the homeless person, share it with them. And if not in a way verbally, but in a way, in action, in action, love, showing love and concern about someone in their life. That's the first step toward opening that door to sharing the love of Christ with them. Again, I said I was going to go long and I probably did go a little long here. But. I want you to know I'm going to pray this prayer and this is the first time I've ever prayed on this podcast. 
But I'm going to pray for those that may be listening right now. If it's your first time listening, praise God. Um, among everything that I enjoy talking about, I love video games. I love movies. I love tech. But ultimately, I love God. And this is the reason why I started this podcast. Is I love to share the love of God with people. And so I'm going to pray for you right now. And if you're listening to my voice, I want you to stop what you're doing. Or if you're driving or if you're driving, just, you know, don't close your eyes. (laughs) Just pray with me and let's pray together. Father God, first of all, I just thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be able to read your word, to be able to share your word with with people, with listeners. I thank you so much for the power of God and the word of God and the encouragement that you give through the word of God. First of all, Lord, for those that are listening to me right now that are wondering whether or not, you know, if you're real, if you are who you say you are, Right now, under my voice, I pray right now that they will repeat this prayer. Father God, forgive me, for I am a sinner and I need your help. And then God, I understand that I can't do this on my own. I can't live this life of being sinful all the time. So I ask right now that you would help me and change me. Come into my my life, come into my heart, and change me help me to receive you into my life in my heart and from this point on I want to walk with you I want you to walk with me I want you to love me as I love you and help me to grow in you and receive you in Jesus name I praise your name and I thank you for your salvation. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I thank you that you shed your blood for me and I I have received you in my life and in my heart. Thank you again for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for dying on that cross for me and help me to live according to your ways and your will. Help me to fulfill your purpose while I live this life on earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you pray that excuse me, if you pray that prayer and you meant it from your heart, you receive by faith, you receive Jesus Christ in your life. And Christ Jesus will be with you and walk with you and learn to live by the spirit of God. First things first, you praise God for what he's already done. Begin praying, talking to God every single day, whether it's morning or night or both. And it don't have to be long. It could be five minutes or so, but let him know that you love him. Let you know that let him know that you're thankful for 
you know, the blessings that he's giving you, then find a good Bible believing church. Ask God to direct and guide you to a good church that teaches the word that will that people will embrace themselves around you and love you. Second of all, or third, I'm sorry, read your Bible every single day. Read it every day. If you don't understand it, ask God for understanding and he will give you understanding. My prayer is that you grow and mature in Christ and you will grow to love him more and that you will help others to love God as well, just like you love him. I have nothing else in this episode. Stay tuned for my next episode where I will be giving you more word, but I will also be giving you more things on video games, on tech, and everything else that I can give as far as the things I like talking about. God bless you. Follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, Twitter at Black Nerd, Facebook at Black Nerd 49, I believe it is, <laughs> and Instagram at Black, Black Nerd Instagram. Also, anchor.fm. Um, Black Nerd at Anchor.fm. If you have any questions, leave me a comment. I appreciate every all your listen, all the listeners. Appreciate everything that you are sending my way, and keep me in your prayers. And God bless you. Have a wonderful and awesome week. I'll be seeing you next time. God bless. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you tuned into Black Nurse Podcast. This is your guy, Larry, your host. You're asking, what is Black Nurse Podcast? Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. It is a mixture of movies, of video game and tech news, all rolling in one, along with talking about God's word. That's right. So if you love tech I'm your guy. If you love talking about movies, I'm your person. And if you like talking about video games, I'm your, guess what? I'm your guy as that, with that too. I love video games. And if you love talking about God's word, talking about the Bible, definitely I'm your guy. So what are we going to be getting into real quick? We're going to be talking about John Wick 3. I got a chance to see it. Loved it. Highly recommend it. Period. Then we're going to be talking about tech in this, in this episode. Tired of these phones that are $1,100, $1,200, $2,000 phones. I got a suggestion or a recommendation of a phone that you can get for a good price and you don't have to sacrifice on quality. And the last thing we're going to talk about is Romans 8. Romans 8. Been dealing with Christians that are struggling with sin. If you are tired of living a life of sin and you want to, you want to live a life of victory, Follow me in Romans 8, Romans chapter 8. It's going to be phenomenal. Go check it out and hope you enjoy it. Again, thank you for tuning in and sit back, relax, and thank you for tuning in to Black Nerds Podcast. <laughs>